Welcome to the Crypto Podcast, where we update you on the latest activities and trends in the world of cryptocurrencies by providing you with insight, interviews, and happenings in the crypto world so you can stay on top of the game. All right. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly from the crypto space for you so you don't have to do all the heavy lifting. In today's episode, Bitcoin down to 100 bucks. Could it be? Ripple for good. A football legend calls an audible. A crypto bank. And frauds that you had better not fall for. Well, let's get into it. Start by reviewing what happened in the markets over the past 24 hours, beginning with the top five in terms of market cap. First, Bitcoin up nearly 3% since yesterday, sitting at about 6690 bucks. Ethereum is up 5.78%. Ripple up 4.8%. Bitcoin Cash is up 8.39%. EOS is now fifth, bumping Litecoin out of the top five in terms of market cap. EOS now has gained 4.43% over the past day. All right, now let's check out the top five winners and losers in the past 24 hours. According to CoinMarketCap.com, top five losers of the day are ICO Open Ledger down 74%. Regal Coin lost 71%. JavaScript Token is out 71%. Birds is down nearly 66%. And Golos down 59%. Top 5 winners of the day are Star Cash Network up 180% in just a day. Carebit, which has been now in the top 5 for the last few episodes, is still in the top 5 with 157% gain over the past 24 hours. Box Token up 138%. Latino Token up 120 and Universe is up 116, rising 145% in just the last hour. All right, let's start off the news with a football legend, Joe Montana. He's been added as an investor and a strategic advisor to the FCFL, the Fan Controlled Football League. The FCFL is a blockchain-based real-world sports league that allows the fans to actually make play calls, draft players, and basically run the whole show. After complicated ICO on Indiegogo, the league appears to be back on its feet and is expected to march towards the season opening on May 19th, which will include eight inaugural teams. Up next is a majorly bearish and, in my opinion, somewhat asinine prediction, which is that Bitcoin will drop to $100. At least that is what one Forex analyst claims. He's essentially citing that the tracking pattern and the perceived downward trend since March of 2018 with his supposition that that print will continue, that Bitcoin will eventually reach the price point of $100. We don't think, it's gonna ha- we don't think that's going to happen and don't want to give this report any more credence than the single prediction. But in the off chance that it does happen, well, you can say that you heard it here first. Call it Crypto CYA. Moving on to more positive news. Ripple has announced that its social impact program, which is called Ripple for Good, will donate roughly $105 million to a number of projects that they claim are mostly already underway. According to Ripple, the focus will be on education, primarily STEM. So that's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. In government-related news stories, the New Zealand law enforcement agencies have issued a public alert regarding crypto investment fraud schemes. The report suggests that the fraudsters were solicited an initial small investment from victims in exchange for lucrative returns. This fraud is not anything new, guys. It's basically the, quote, advanced fee scam that's been going on for years and years. And the only distinction being here that they're requesting is 
crypto payments in place of cash. And so anytime someone's asking you for crypto payment in this sort of fashion, should be a re- immediate red flag. Speaking of red flags, the Australian government has issued its own red alert regarding scammers pretending to be part of the Australian Taxation Office and demanding that citizens pay their debts in crypto. Again, this is not a new fraud. However, the scammers did make one slight, albeit smart, change to the scam in that they requested the victim to provide them with the victim's tax agent information. The scammer then pretended to initiate a three-way call with the scammer, the victim, and the victim's tax agent. However, the scammer had actually called his accomplice, who reported that the tax agent wasn't available, but insisted that he'd be able to help. He then confirmed what the scammer had been saying, basically that the, that the victim's tax filings had some errors and that he did, in fact, owe taxes, which, of course, was not true. The victim, at this point being convinced, actually went and withdrew cash and deposited it into a Bitcoin ATM. The obvious lesson learned here is that no legitimate government agency at this point in time is going to demand that you pay them in Bitcoin and most will have to go through a lot more than a simple phone call before any threat of prison is in the cards. Moving to the U.S. government, more than 50 crypto and blockchain stakeholders met with U.S. lawmakers to discuss future blockchain regulations earlier this week. The discussion was widespread and included major players ranging from Coinbase and Kraken all the way to the NASDAQ and the Chamber of Commerce. This comes on the heels of our report from last episode where multiple blockchain bills have been introduced in the House of Representatives. The overriding message of the meeting this week was that the U.S. government needs to move swiftly and effectively to establish clear, friendly crypto regulations or blockchain and crypto institutions will start to leave the country. Final government story involves the FTC's recent approval in a U.S. district court to proceed with their lawsuit against an ICO called MyBigCoin. The claim is that MyBigCoin preyed on unsuspecting victims by using a familiar, similar-sounding name to Bitcoin, as in Bitcoin, and falsely claimed the crypto was backed by gold and was being actively traded on several exchanges. The judge essentially agreed with the FTC that the crypto falls within, within the definition of a commodity, and thus, this can be pursued as a fraud. I have to admit, I see the good and the bad associated with establishing legal precedent in determining a crypto can be defined as a, quote, commodity. But we'll see how this one plays out. Finally, wrapping up today's news, we report that a Swiss financial institution has raised $104 million to create a bank that will let consumers trade fiat for digital currency. They hope to have a banking license by mid-2019, and they plan to offer bank accounts in fiat and crypto, which will allow many companies involved in crypto and blockchain to operate within the old world of banking and apply the new world of crypto to that same institution. The seamless transfer between fiat and crypto within a single account is undoubtedly where we are progressing to be, and it'll take banks in a crypto-friendly space such as Switzerland to make it happen. That's not going to happen in the U.S. anytime soon. Well, that does it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast. Subscribe for more episodes. Much love. Thanks for listening to the Crypto Podcast. For more episodes or to contact us, go to cryptopodcast.io. That is C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot I-O.